Today on Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. You know, like I've said so many times before, He doesn't promise to fix your circumstances. He promises to fix you. And He promises that when you go through the hard times that this broken universe sometimes visits upon us, you know, as we're just just walking along, you know, and bad things happen sometimes. But your Father promises that if you'll trust Him, He'll take that and make it bless you. He'll take that and twist it and make it bring good to your life. That's what He promises. What great promises we have from the Lord. Jesus said we would have tribulation, so it's safe to bet that trouble is coming. In today's message, Pastor Robert reminds us of the hope we have in trusting the Lord. He may not always fix our circumstances to our liking, but He will fix us if we'll just trust Him. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you, our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. But first, here's Pastor Robert in the book of James chapter 3 with today's study. I'm serious because a lot of times we go looking for something something mystical and we have this idea that it's got to be a certain way and or you know and 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 so we misinterpret emotion for the holy spirit and so when it does happen and we get this emotional experience we think that was god and we go driving off into a ditch do you see what i'm saying no 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 but if you will ask him and acknowledge that you need him to lead you and guide you and direct your steps and keep looking to him He will lead you, he will guide you, he will direct your steps. He'll keep you out of the ditches if you keep your eyes on him. I realized at one point years ago, you know, I needed to stop waiting on the mystical experiences, but I needed to be very diligent about asking for his guidance and trusting him to guide me. Another thing, you know, this passage tells us that a person who trusts the Lord and and lives in that meekness of wisdom, that you know, submitted from the heart to his plan, we won't struggle all the time with envy and self-seeking. Now, again, please hear me. I'm not saying you'll never struggle with envy or self-seeking. You don't stop being human. I mean, just this morning, you know, I, I have to get up here and teach this stuff. It deals with me first, you know, going for my morning walk, this morning, it wasn't a run, it was a walk, but just having a conversation with the Lord, you know, it's, I deal with this. I deal with this when I'm more focused on me than on him, more focused on me than on you. I don't think that's the mark of my life anymore. It used to be. In other words, I'm not the only person I think about. I'm not the primary person I think about and focus upon. Do you understand the difference that I'm making? He says, in this passage that if you're living in the meekness of wisdom, it won't mark your life either. Envy and self-seeking, you won't be continually battling that. Do you realize God has promised to give you every good gift? Every good gift. You know, the, the very first trap that the devil set right back in the Garden of Eden, you remember that very first trap that he set was he told Eve, in essence, I'm paraphrasing, but he told her, God's holding out on you. God is ripping you off. 
He knows that fruit that he told you not to eat. He knows how delicious it is. He knows how wonderful it is. He knows what it's going to do for you. And so he doesn't want you to have it. I'm paraphrasing a lot, but that's basically what the devil said, the serpent said to Eve in the garden. And it's the same trap that he's still using to mess people up today. That somehow if you just trust God with all that you are and all that you have, you're going to get ripped off. Take that and turn it upside down and you have truth. If you don't trust God with all that you are and all that you have, you're going to get ripped off. If you will trust him with all that you are and all that you have, he will not allow you to be ripped off. He will make sure that you're well taken care of. He has promised to provide for you, to protect you, to withhold nothing good from you. He has also promised that when you go through tragedy and hardship, as everyone eventually does in this fallen, broken, imperfect world, that he will take it and turn it and make it bless you. I love that. You know, like I've said so many times before, he doesn't promise to fix your circumstances. He promises to fix you. And he promises that when you go through the hard times that this broken universe sometimes visits upon us, you know, as we're just, just walking along, you know, and bad things happen sometimes. But your father promises that if you'll trust him, he'll take that and make it bless you. He'll take that and twist it and make it bring good to your life. That's what he promises. And meekness is exhibited when you choose to trust him and willingly submit yourself to his perfect plan, even when it involves hardship and difficulty. You know, we have brothers and sisters all over the planet right now who are going through stuff. Every day I read something new, right? On the news, you know, the, the, this bunch of Christians being thrown overboard, that bunch of Christians being shot or beheaded or whatever. And, and you know what? Their father is allowing it. How can that be? He knows more than you do. Our perspective is so limited, it's short-sighted so often. The Bible says that whatever they've endured is earning for them an exceeding weight of glory that far outweighs whatever they've suffered. Far outweighs whatever they've suffered. And just because you and I haven't been there to see it yet doesn't mean it's not true. Do you understand? On the other side of the curtain is an adventure. At his right hand are pleasures forevermore, the Bible says. We have to trust him. We have to trust him. We have to learn to trust that his plan for us is better than our wildest dreams for ourselves. You know, several years ago, I jumped into a, a business venture. It looked like a good opportunity at the time. There was a guy in the church. He was an expert in this particular area, and he asked me to go into it with him, and he'd done it many times before, and... It was a, just a complete and total disaster. The guy was a habitual liar. It was unbelievable. I realized this guy's lying to everybody. He's cheating people. He's lying, he's lying to me about stuff. I mean, it's like, what? this is crazy. What a mess. Why did you let this happen to me? And the Lord showed me. I did it to myself. Self-seeking. I wanted more than he was providing for my family at that time. I wasn't satisfied I was looking around, you know, other people had so much more. You know, I'm a young pastor with a baby at home, and I deserve more than this. Self-seeking, envious. I decided I need to make something happen. For me and my family, I made something happen. 
It was a mess. That's what I made happen, a mess. And then I was blaming him for it, just like the Bible says. Proverbs says that a man's own folly subverts his way and his heart rages against God. First time I read that, it blew me away. It's like, man, that's me. I do foolish things and I get mad at him for letting it happen to me. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show by good conduct that his works are done in the meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter envy and self-seeking in your hearts, do not boast and lie against the truth. Like don't, you know, don't deny it. Don't pretend that's not what's going on. This wisdom does not descend from above, but is earthly, sensual, demonic. For where envy and self-seeking exist, confusion and every evil thing are there. I should have brought those, you know, the little handheld torches you can buy at Home Depot. Man, I wish I'd bought a couple of those things just to have up here and, and shoot them off. And then one of the brothers in the back said, no, what you needed is one of those pyrotechnic boxes in the back that right about this time, it just goes boom, because this is in your face. There's no other way to deal with it. And I didn't write this. This is the Bible. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show by good conduct that his works are done in the meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter envy and self-seeking in your hearts, do not boast and lie against the truth. This wisdom does not come from God, he says. It doesn't descend from above. It's earthly, sensual, demonic. That's from the pit. It's not from God. Because where envy and self-seeking exist, confusion, and pretty much any bad thing, that's not what he says. Every evil thing is there. You know, if, if I said that, you could, come on, Robert. I mean, that's a little over the top, buddy. I mean, you're exaggerating just a little bit, don't you think? Every evil thing. The problem is I didn't write the book. God says if envy and self-seeking are present, every evil thing is there. That scares me to death. And it better scare you just a little bit too, because this is truth. You know, often we buy into the lies that, we, that we're fed continually on television and the magazines and the movies and music and everything else, right? Lies like, you deserve to be happy. That's the one that just makes me crazy, because I hear it all the time from people. You know, and usually, a lot of times, it's from people that are ready to get a divorce. You know, Christian people, they're going to get a divorce, and one of them says, you know, God wants me to be happy. I deserve to be happy. I just think I deserve to be happy. And it makes me so angry, not at the person, because it's a lie. Somebody has fed them that lie. That is not in the Bible. Nowhere in the Bible does it say you deserve to be happy. Listen to me, please. You do not deserve to be happy. That's the truth. Now, don't hear what I'm not saying. Your Father in heaven wants you to be happy. He wants you to be happy. You don't deserve it, but he wants it for you so much that he was willing to die on a cross. Do you understand? He's willing to die for you. He loves you so much. That's all the time we have for today here on Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Pastor Robert will continue sharing these insights from the book of James the next time you join us. You know, the name of our broadcast is Our Heart's Desire to keep the main thing the main thing. Jesus Christ crucified, glorified, and honored as we study and apply His Word. 
We here at Main Thing Radio have a strong desire to see God's people discipled on a daily basis. And so we'd like to offer you a free copy of today's broadcast. Log on to MainThingRadio.com. That's MainThingRadio.com. At our website, you'll find today's broadcast for you to listen to or download. And we also encourage you to prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. With a gift of any amount, we will send you an MP3 CD of the entire book of James. A secure option for you to give has been provided via PayPal. That's all available at www.mainthingradio.com or send an email to questions at calvarymiamibeach.org. That's questions at calvarymiamibeach.org. Again, thanks so much for joining us today. Mark your Bibles in the book of James and join us next time here on Main Thing Radio. Music